Thank you so much for coming. Unfortunately, we have been a Stitcher exclusive for the last month, two months. I feel like it's been a long time. Uh, nobody followed there. Uh, and they were actually just bought by SiriusXM. Uh, no, no. So SiriusXM is shutting down the service. Uh, so we've been released from our Oh, it was owned by them. Yeah, yeah, it was owned by Okay, yep, yeah. Yep. Oh, okay, okay. My, that was my mistake. Yeah, yeah. I thought they thought this big corporate brand was coming in and shutting us down, but uh, I mean they are. But no, it's just anyway, a, a, we're back. Severely unsuccessful pro- podcasting platform, as evidenced mm-hmm. by nobody we, following us over there. Yeah, we thought we were getting in on the ground floor, um, but it happens. We're, no, we're not, and so we're back. We're back. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for sticking with us. I'm glad you didn't hit the unsubscribe button. Really appreciate that one. Uh, and we're just back with you. We're going to start with a whole new episode. A whole new movie idea. Start off fresh with our new beginning. And I, in the past and now, have been Ryan Myers. I am Jeff Myers. Nice, nice. And we're super psyched to be back so much has happened jeff so much has happened so what much. a summer we've been having <laughs> so much it's incredible incredible man this started off i feel like the one that really kicked off the summer movie series was uh mission possible with all the noise seems like that's maybe been lost in the shuffle a bit yeah for real man uh really lost in the shuffle uh it i there are so many things that i think are fighting against the Mission Impossible wave. It is quite unsuccessful compared to uh, the previous iteration in Fallout, uh, both both box office and critically. Uh, so I, 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 like, I liked it a lot. Was it as good as Fallout? No, I don't, I I don't think time. so. I don't think so. But I think that there were a lot of things that were fighting against it. Uh, one, I don't... Did you see any like press junkets for this thing? I feel like there wasn't a ton of there was like a lot of like Tom Cruise on the red carpet, but I don't like right. I don't remember seeing him like in like interviews and um and like the, I don't think he Not stopped cool. by the Graham Norton show uh, to to test it out, you know. <laughs> so I I don't know yeah. I don't know what was going on there, and I th- I I feel like the trailer was not as good. Uh, like I think it was very good for Mission Impossible fans, but what was so great about the Fallout trailer, in my opinion, <laughs> is, is that it was just a ridiculous pop friction. song. Can't fight the friction, <laughs> and they were missing that with Dead Reckoning Part One. And I think that that the Part Oneness of it also played against it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like the whole like. Everybody, with, uh, I guess, it's like a number, it's number seven in a series, and then you're going to throw us a part one at us. It feels kind of overwhelming to jump in at 
number seven mm-hmm. and part one of two. I wonder yeah. if part two will fare better, if they'll have a different marketing campaign around it, if they'll if they'll push mm-hmm. it a little bit more, or if they'll just say, you know what, Mission Impossible, maybe it's seen its day. Mm. But at uh, the same time, we're yeah, also talking about good. a movie that's made $500 million. So it's like not... Yeah, yeah. It's done all right. It also, it wasn't, it was well received by critics, just not as well as Fallout. I, I don't think it was as well received as Fallout. Like Fallout, I think made like $800 million or something like that. So it it is under, but as far underperforming as the critics box, box office wise. Oh, critics wise? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Because I know Dead Reckoning Part 1 was, was well received. I think so. Critic, yeah. Critically. It was. No, it was, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time. I, I you know, I, I have a casual uh, enjoyment. I had a casual enjoyment of the Mission Impossible franchise, um, but this one, this one, especially the opening submarine scene, I, I was gripped. I, I was sitting there. I'm like, this. Is Did you like the re- the great. Hunt for Red October, uh, bit of oh, like absolutely Russian voiceover slowly fading into English. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was, I would. That was one thing I told. I asked myself, like, they wouldn't be. But it, did it start off in? Yeah, it started. It, did, it right? started in Russian with captions, and then it like the uh-huh. Russian voice faded out, and an English voice faded in. Uh, yeah. I guess I okay. I guess I missed yeah. it. It's like in uh, Way of Water, how they're like, well, we can't talk in Navi this whole time. Yeah, but it, it's like I think it's like overtly. Hunt for Red October because it's a Russian submarine huh. and they do that same kind of yes. crossover. Okay. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. yeah. From that moment on, gripped, hooked. And now I'm now I'm like, do I have to go watch all the other Mission Impossible movies? Because I don't think I've actually sat down and done that. I, I've seen them all to some degree, of course. Yeah. Uh, I do recommend that you telling, saying the acronym MIF out loud is not the best i wouldn't do that what do you mean because it takes me a little bit out when they say impossible mission force that's the the, that's the joke though they've that's been a joke in like (laughs) the past like four movies actually all of all of the movies all of the movies because i mean one of them uh well the second one uh yeah (laughs) the second one which is it's not mission. It's difficult. not mission difficult, <laughs> Mister Hunt. It's mission impossible. <laughs> like it's all it's played for a gag for the for the most part. Um, okay. But I I recently have do, done yeah. the full rewatch. Excellent. <laughs> Highly recommend. Excellent. Um, yeah, James Bond. Who? <laughs> exactly. We're talking about Ethan Hunt. Um, but it's really it's, mm. it's a really interesting movie franchise because the the first one is like it, they there's an arc of the each director getting getting their hands on it and doing it a little bit in their own style. Um, mm. The second one was less successful at this, uh, even though <laughs> even, even though I love the third one. And I think it's one of the best ones. Uh, it was the least successful at the box office. 
Oh, was it? Would people just do you think they had a bad taste in their mouth after the second one? I think I think like, so. I think yeah. I think that the the second one was pretty successful off the back of the first one and Tom Cruise being uh, a, an insane star. Uh, and then I think the third one was yeah. a, maybe a little bit cruise fatigue, uh, coupled with mm. uh, the second one wasn't that great. Yeah. But I distinctly remember growing up, seeing the second one so many times. Just, not just not like not like fully all the way through. Like I couldn't tell you like what happens oh, in it. Honestly, yeah. I watched it last week. And still couldn't tell you the plot of uh, the second one, but I distinctly remember the like the fake out with the where he puts the henchman in a Tom Cruise mask and has uh, tapes his mouth shut and then has the the villain kill his friend, dude, unreal. Distinctly yeah. remember that. I guess I gotta watch the second one again. Dude, yeah. go, go just watch them through because it's quite a, a journey. And the second one has a lot of style to it. Like it's like kind of operatic. It's like, um, it's oh. the same director okay. of Face Off, um, John, John Woo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like flam- a little bit okay. more flamboyant than, uh, than the rest of the series. Yeah, Man. but was it was it like on TNT or FX? Or it was. Something? I, I feel like it was something like that. I feel like it was like a cheap rerun. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Man, well, I so those were you mentioned some of the things kind of hindering the right. box office performance of uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One uh, because who could have seen. Barbenheimer coming. I know your ears are like, if I hear Barbenheimer one more time, I'm going to throw up, understandably so. But what the heck happened? That was the weirdest thing it's so I've ever bizarre. seen. It's so bizarre. It's, it's fueled, so bizarre. It's fueled ridiculous box office numbers for movies that probably have ridiculous. no business making as much as they, they have. But I, oh so I personally God. love both of them. I saw... Uh, mm-hmm. I saw them on back-to-back nights the opening weekend. Um, okay. And it's just such a weird con- confluence of two very specific hard genre movies that <laughs> captured yeah. the zeitgeist and the <laughs> the the disparity in tone and like imagery between the two like really yeah. just captured the the attention of everyone it's crazy everyone and yeah i'm scared that studios will take the wrong <laughs> lesson from this and try to recreate by pairing bizarrely different movies opening on the same weekend and trying to like create conversation yeah. around that Maybe, yeah. Well, d- apparently, know. this dredged up. Um, in 2008, apparently, Dark Knight came out with Mamma Mia. Somebody, oh, the yeah, same weekend. I have no recollection of that. Uh, if that, no, I wasn't culturally aware things. at that point. I, the only thing I really remember no, from I mean, the Dark Knight, it like the just the opening of and it being in theaters, it's theatrical run because I don't know if I was, mm. I don't know if I saw it in theaters. 
Um, I don't know if I did either. I know I saw Dark Knight Rises in theaters. Yes, I definitely did. I know that. Uh, but, but I just remember the giant, I believe in our Harvey Dent signs, like the um, oh, billboards and, and, and I stuff. believe in Harvey Dent. Mm. I wish I could have been understanding what was going on for Same. that marketing campaign, because that sounds freaking awesome. Yeah. Mm. Man. But it's 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 also, it's, I love, I haven't seen Barbie. Apologies. I have seen Oppenheimer two times. Uh. But it, I very much like that there was so much hype around these two movies, and they were not dead on arrival. They just continued to go up. Like it was, yeah. People loved them. It's still going. Tons of people went to go see them. Still going. There was people in my. I went Thursday night of opening weekend to Oppenheimer, and there was people in there who I have a f- strong feeling that if the Barbenheimer was not a thing, they would not have been in there. A hundred percent. And I vice versa probably too. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Warner Brothers, in their attempt to spite Christopher Nolan, ended up giving him his largest opening ever. Um, I believe The Dark Knight made some more, stats. but this is unprecedented oh, for an R-rated film. Yes, absolutely. Um, there was Joker, and that's the only other one that's been able to oh, do yeah. anything and, and Joker made a billion dollars yeah and that's super IP based yes oh yeah um, so it it is also great I know Barbie is based on a toy but yeah. to see two largely original movies do yeah. this well makes me feel really good non-sequels non-sequels non-superhero because uh, I I just think people are ready for something fresh. Ready I agree. Ready for something new. Yeah. I fully agree. Um, yeah. Um, and then... But that does take us into the... Afford- yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, after those two came out, we also had The Haunted Mansion. <laughs> we also had <laughs> Comedy of the Year 2023 Haunted Mansion come out with a stellar cast... Outstanding cast. <laughs> Outstanding cast. Oh. <laughs> oh, another great time. Another Rotten Tomatoes. Figure it out over there. Yes. Yeah, what's going on with that? What are you doing? You're trying to. You're trying to rain on the parade. I see you. What's wh- What are you doing? Live and let live, man. I I think understand? it's incorrect. And I think that there's a lot of people totally on social media too that are unfairly bashing this movie because it is a delight i loved it delight? so much it uh, there are points <laughs> where i was like who is this movie for because it's like <laughs> yes. it has it has moments of like just incredible like just kid kid humor like uh just yeah. really goofy and then it's it's actually like decently scary. It there are moments oh, of, yeah, like it is. pretty early on where I was like, I'm not about this. Um, God, kind of yeah. In the in the beginning, <laughs> and then there's like, um, in, in the beginning when Lakeith Stanfield is just talking about ghosts and he's he's ta- he's giving a tour. I was like, is this how he felt about being mm-hmm. in this movie? And then 
he gives an incredible performance. He is amazing. He's acting his heart out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It, it, he, I will say that I, he might have been a dramatic step. Well, I don't want to say that. But it did feel like his, um, maybe it was just he was more powerful than the others. But yeah, he, there's like the, like you're saying with all the, uh, the whiplash of genre that we were going through mm-hmm. the whole time, uh, where it gets seriously dramatic and yeah. sad, very sad. Yeah. Um, and he's crying. I mean, we're gonna spoil. I mean, I'm gonna Ooh. spoil this just a little bit. The, yeah. the plot hinges on Jared Leto's ghost <laughs> trying to convince members of this household to commit suicide. Yeah. Right? <laughs> commit suicide or murder. I mean He is com- he is communicating with a child from the beyond posing as this child's dead father telling him to come join him in the afterlife. This is based on a Disneyland ride. Yeah, and also it has a scene with Dane DeVito catching uh, shrimp in his mouth. (laughs) Or egg? (laughs) Wearing a transparent raincoat. (laughs) What, What was the outfit? Dude, Danny DeVito's wardrobe was incredible in this movie. Dude, this movie is so good. I, I don't understand how how people uh, didn't like it. Uh, but the kid was great. I was I the kid blown was away great. The kid. He was fun. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, I especially because I don't know. I just kid actors as of late have not really been doing it. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, he was he did he did a great job of capturing the uh, humor and fear because there's some serious fear. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, Wilson, bring the heat. Tiffany Haddish was fun. Uh, Tiffany Haddish was fun. I don't usually love Tiffany Haddish, but that was the role she was born to play. I will say, she she was a great uh, <laughs> Louisiana medium. Also fun. The I, I like the Louisiana piece of it because it's in New Orleans Square and Magic Kingdom in uh, Disneyland. Yes. And also, for you uh, non-Disney World people out there, I am pretty sure, I am like 90% sure that uh, Crump, Crump, is it the P? Uh, Jared Leto's mm-hmm. character. Crump. Uh, Crump Manor, I believe, is what the Disney World Haunted Mansion looks like. Hey. Nice. Yes. I am all but certain that's what it looked like. Um, now, so I was like, nice nod there. After, after I watched it, I did go into the trivia section and it was talking about Guillermo del Toro was originally attached to the, to the project. And that would have been a very different spin. Um, I don't know why... The folks at Disney thought that that was a good fit for this Disneyland ride, but then I did watch that that movie, and it was a considerable chunk of it was about suicide. So, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
they're tr- I I feel like with this, uh, there. I mean, like, was Gore Verbinski the right uh, guy for Pirates of the Caribbean? I mean, he was. We all know that now. Um, but for a Disneyland ride about pirates, um, yeah. Who would have thought? So I wonder if they're. Tr- I mean, they're. Those movies made so much. The pirates movies made so yeah. much money for Disney, and their latest have done okay. I mean, like uh, Jungle Cruise, I think did okay. Yeah. Uh, Haunted Mansion's not doing that no. well. Um, I they're I, 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 they're doing a lot of reassessing over at the House of Mouse. I don't know if you saw their latest earnings <laughs> call, but it was like we're gonna raise prices on Disney Plus. We're going to focus less yeah. on volume on on Marvel and Star Wars stuff. Uh, yeah, so there's there is some creative. Uh, and business decisions that are being made and with the actors and writers strike hanging over the oh, over the balance yes. of the whole thing uh, yeah. yeah so that scares me the longer that goes on we're gonna hit a dry spell whenever i mean like whatever the process yeah. i'm not exactly sure what the typical time frame of production is yeah. but no one's been writing anything no one's been acting in anything for a couple months now yeah a month Month and a half. Month and a half, something like that. Um, so that's kind of scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. Well, I mean, that is the near term, right? Should we yeah. discuss something that's not coming soon? Something further out? Because we're still writing. We're still writing. These, uh, yeah. these guys have stopped i guess but we're still here i'm we're still here i'm not i'm not selling anything so i'm not a scab no i'm not we're not breaking any no 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 Mm-mm. no but we're still here i did that thought did cross my mind on how now is probably a better time than most to get hired into a studio <laughs> no i'm not but you know no I no no want, solidarity Fight the power. Oh, of course, of course, solidarity. And yeah. you know, I, I don't want to go in there, and I'm I'm one guy in a room, and then they they catch a deal, and everyone comes back, and I'm that jerk that, you know, was compromising. So. Right. Well, I'm. I don't want to be that guy. It's just a conversation. It's just a conversation. It's just we're just talking. We're just talking. We're just talking. talking. Um. We're just talking. So yeah, but let's get it. yeah. So I think we have a brand one. new story for you. Uh, I I don't brand know new. where we left our Fresh previous our previous story with um, Stitcher, but I guess we're we're just gonna do a little hard reset right now. Yeah. Yeah, they are deleting all content that was on Stitcher, and we can't get it back. We yeah. had to give a, we had to give negatives and everything. It's yeah. just gone. Contractually it's obligated. About it. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. NDAs and yeah, but we're here now. We've no been given, yeah, be given our our rights fully back for all future episodes and episodes prior mm-hmm. to the Stitcher deal. Uh, so we are independent once more, and that's how we want it. Um, that is how we want it. We shouldn't have sold out. Don't sell out. That's the lesson. Okay, so <laughs> here's here's my new here's my new take, new take, new story, new uh, new thing for you. So, yeah, do it to him. You know how I love movies that don't tell you what they're about until about like 30 minutes in. 
I'm aware of your affinity, yes. So, <laughs> okay, I, here's the, here's, I'm just going to lay the concept out for you, and then we'll flesh everything, everything out. So, I just want a normal person. Yeah. And the origin of this idea is from the first Mission Impossible. <laughs> All right. In the first Mission Impossible, uh, Ethan Hunt is conversing with a, uh, a con- an anonymous contact who has made a deal with, uh, with somebody who has burned him. So he's, he's posing as this person making contact with um with a, a an arms dealer um and the arms dealer uh tells uh tells him who has no, he has the arms dealer has no idea who Ethan Hunt is who he looks like or what he looks like the he he is mm-hmm. told go to this convenience store buy this particular thing and then walk outside and ask the man on the bench for a match my proposal is that we have a normal person accidentally do those things <laughs> I, I do, yeah so yeah. there is there is some spy who has made some contact with a with a person who or a, a, a shady individual who has given them instructions yeah. to go to this convenience store, buy this, buy a certain item, and then walk out and ask for a match, and then, and then they are taken by uh, like a they they are given a hood, yeah. shoved into a car, and then they meet the yes. the arms dealer. So that is All that right. is my concept. Yes. And that's yes. where that's that's the idea, and I wanted to discuss with you how we yes. how we form the beginning and how we form the back two thirds. So I'm thinking the third, first okay. third, it maybe this is this is first first quarter, and then the three three quarters. I'm thinking quarters. Yeah. I'm thinking quarters. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I'm thinking first first quarter. Yeah. Has literally nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Like it is this this guy living his life. Yes. And m- maybe some things pop up later. Maybe we do lay some groundwork for some stuff that comes up later. Yes. But mostly it's this this dude just living. Uh, and then the meat. Uh, at the park at the bench. Yeah. Um, where he gets whisked away. How do you feel about? How that? do you feel about this? Yeah. I like the first quarter. Right at the, the uh, quarter break, we mm-hmm. we do okay. So they he comes out, he makes the interaction with the the person that triggers the um, triggers the kidnapping or whatever the um, shoving into a car, uh-huh. and then we cut and do like twelve hours later and go from the spy's perspective uh, oh. who has met this. Oh, sorry, earlier. 12 hours earlier. 12 hours earlier. Yeah, okay. 12 hours earlier. Yes, okay. And then we cut to the the spy or whatever making the arrangements for the meet. Okay. And then we follow them. All right, yes. So we get context of what has happened. Yes. And then and then they converge and then the rest of the story is like 
the spy is dragging this normal person along because they are now the face of whatever deal has been made. Yes, absolutely. And I, I want the item... So if, if we're going off like Mission Impossible, the item to purchase or the proverbial item to purchase and then the thing he says, I want it to be just like outrageously specific and uh, like there is long thought out reasons for why this guy is buy- having to buy this thing at this store right now uh, and some circumstances that are going on like outside or maybe the lead up in the first quarter mm-hmm. is stuff happening in his life and uh he just says a comment that makes complete sense in the context of what he was just experiencing and then when we cut to the uh 12 hours earlier with the actual agent um we see that those are in fact the two code or whatever the code things that tell them that he is yeah in <laughs> i love it very nice wow okay so should we just ruminate from there on what what the interaction with the arms dealer is like how do they link up eventually with the agent and where do we go from there yeah i uh okay so one pop one thought oh, just yeah. popped into my head uh in go. uh in my cousin Vinny, when he's arrested yes. and he's <laughs> and he's being told like where, he, where he's being sat down and he a uh-huh the i shot the clerk scene I want the, the yes. I shot the car. Yeah. So I want I want the car scene with the arms dealer to be like that, where uh, the arms dealer is talking about some deal for a certain good. So like, yeah. the arms dealer is saying to just continue the Mission Impossible thing for quickly, and I think we can reassess yeah, 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 yeah. what the what the actual MacGuffin is. Um, Absolutely. Uh, so that he is tasked with uh, supplying the arms dealer with the knock list, and uh, for like six million dollars yes. or something like that. Um, so it's like uh-huh. I give you this list, and you give me six million dollars. <laughs> or he could be talking about. Uh, I do like I like the my cousin Vinny aspect of it. That how uh, how funny that bit is. Uh, or he is talking about like a different list, and that's possibly why he's in this mess. Is there's a list he's given by work, or yes, he's moving. Nice. He has his moving list. He he's always referring to this list, and they're referring to this list. So he's like, "Why do you guys need my yeah. list? I don't understand." Yes. <laughs> so we get we send him through a work day, um, and <laughs> hey, there we go. Yeah. Sweet. No, I'm. All right. I'm I'm in on this one. I'm in on this one. Great. Yeah. No, this sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun. Which so we're we're making it like obviously this is a funny situation. So have like a, uh, pretty big comedic twist on this, the whole thing. Yeah, I think so. I like like our normal okay. ones. Yeah. Exactly. We always sometimes we try to make them serious and then they end up. No. This is a know. comedy. This is this is definitely this okay. is definitely yeah. a comedy. Man. I like it. Man, it's exciting. Do you have uh, titles? The List. The List. This could be The List. Could be The List. Whatever the, uh, whatever the phrase is by the park bench, the title. Yes. 
I hear you paint houses. Some something Some, akin to yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll sleep on it. Yeah. <laughs> the cowboy wore assless chaps to the bat mitzvah. <laughs> Untitled uh, spy comedy. Un Untitled mistaken identity. Oh yeah. We'll get it. All right. Well, we'll get it. Yeah. We'll sit on it. We'll think about it a little bit more. We'll sit on it. A lot of. And we'll fun. come back for the next episode. Back, yeah. Next episode. So do do you have a? Do you have a connection for me? Yeah. I do. Yeah. So uh, I got. So can you can you take me from Daisy Ridley? Okay. Up on and over to Val Kilmer. Daisy Ridley yeah. to Val Kilmer. I think, unfortunately, yeah. this is going to be... I made that too easy, didn't I? Too easy. You made it... No, I did. Wait, you know what you're doing. Yeah, I know exactly what I'm okay. doing. You know, you probably... Yeah, okay. Well, they can't all be winners, so just they they like the people who don't already know. Yeah, so I'll just go yeah. ahead and go from uh, Daisy Ridley, yeah. uh, who starred in Chaos Walking with Tom Holland, who uh, was in... Oh. Spider-Man Homecoming with Robert Downey Jr. who was in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with Val Kilmer. Okay. I feel a little bit better that you didn't go my path. Okay. So it wasn't... My path wasn't obvious. A different path was obvious, but, you know, that, those, that's you know that's the risk of the work we do. Uh, I had Daisy Ridley in Murder on the Orient Express. Ah, I have not seen it. With Kenneth... Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's fun. That That's fun. Uh... Uh, Death Under Nile is also fun if you get past that Army Hammer bit of it all. What, have you seen this trailer for? Yes, Murder in Venice, Haunting in Venice. Murder, Haunting in Venice. Okay, I've seen two DJ. trailers for this thing. Yeah. The first trailer uh -huh. started as like an Exorcist, like really creepy, I think haunting, I saw, yeah. like yes. like really creepy, where yes. Michelle Yeoh is like a medium and is like summoning spirits and it was yes. terrifying and then suddenly Kenneth Branagh it's revealed that it's a it's one it's one in this series which is typically been right. a little bit lighter and it was really jarring yes. and then I saw a second trailer where he is right at the beginning uh, so it's obvious that it's uh -huh. part of the series right right from the right from from the jump so I'm wondering if they are splitting the difference not splitting the difference but they're like towing both lines and trying to maybe i don't know experiment with what they reveal early on but yeah shotgun approach to marketing yeah really yeah. like i i enjoyed because like, yeah i was like yeah that's definitely him that's definitely that character yeah I, i'm not that's not a knock like that's him what is he doing in this horror movie yeah 100 yeah, percent. that's weird but continue so anyway, your connection. Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley, Murder on the Orient Express, Express, Kenneth Branagh in um, that, who is also in Oppenheimer with Robert Downey Jr., uh, who is in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with Val Kilmer. Not bad. Yeah. Have you seen Chaos Walking? You did. I haven't seen Chaos Walking. It's fine to skip. Okay. Yeah. Troubled production. I think that both 
Mm. Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland were very busy with uh, Star Wars and Marvel. uh, And they had to do a Mm. lot of reshoots. And there's like... Never In that period of time in their lives, there's a good amount of change that happens just with the body naturally as you... As, as you age six months to a year. So, yeah. So there's some like disparities in scenes where it's like, does he look like two years older? It's weird. <laughs> and they've also, they both oh. progress in their, uh, well, I think, I think just Tom Holland is doing his, doing an American accent in, uh, in the movie. So he, he has a better, American uh, accent at times. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Wow. So they were like, Daisy, go for it. But Tom, no. You got it. Yeah, I think that there's... I'm assuming it's based on source material. Is the reason for that? I no? don't know. I think that it's kind of similar to... Um, in, in Star Wars, where Daisy Ridley just has her accent, but John Boyega has to have an yeah. American accent as a stormtrooper. So, do you think Daisy Ridley just can't do an American accent? I'm sure she can do an American accent. I don't know. I've never... I, I, don't I mean, she yet. has to. She, she, I'm yeah, sure, yeah, right? I'm sure they, I think it does. She's got yeah. it, right? Yeah, absolutely. No, totally. She definitely can. Yeah. I, did, I was having a fun throwback thought the other day about how she's in one episode of Toast of London with Matt Berry. Look up Toast of Tinseltown. Toast of Tinseltown. They did a, a season last year where he goes to LA. And you have to get, you have to watch it on a VPN on the BBC's website. <laughs> I haven't what? I haven't been able to access it yet. But Oh my There is gosh. another season Amazing. of Toast of London out there. What? Wow. Incredible. That's exciting. Yeah. Huh. So that's your homework. I was playing with a people. Okay. Yeah, that definitely is my homework. Why was I doing this? I was playing with a VPN and I was jumping to different countries and I don't remember how I was doing that. Because I could never get the freaking VPN to work on my phone. Anyway. Okay. Wow, that's really exciting. Yeah. If, for those of you who don't know, Matt Berry is in a British television show called Toast of London, which was on Netflix for a time, like American mm-hmm. U.S. Netflix. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope you stumbled upon it because it is hilarious. That man can say anything, and I will laugh. So I was thinking about that, and then like how he's in uh, Christopher Robin. I haven't with, seen uh, Christopher Ewan Robin. McGregor. Oh, it's it's adorable. You right. should watch it. Yeah. I'll check it out. Uh, He's a constable. Oh, of course he is. And obviously he can't swear, but you know, his face looks like he's just like always waiting to say <laughs> some colorful language. <laughs> Man, great. And what we do in the shadows out now, of course. Check uh, it out. Impeccable television. Keeps getting funnier. I don't understand how yeah, they can it's incredible. keep doing it. It's so fun. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. That was a great segue back in i feel like to the people who aren't familiar with all the episodes we recorded and posted and uh you know edited like we did all of those mm-hmm. and now we're yeah we're back. back and this just felt good back in the saddle again 
back in black. In the saddle. In the saddle. In, in the saddle. Got the ticket. I have been Ryan for this episode. I have been Jeff this episode. Mm. Yes. Mm. I think you did. I do take us out. Do we flip? I out? yep. No, you're you're okay. right. I'm taking us out, uh, and I just forgot because we, on Stitcher we didn't have to do this. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for spending time with us, and I. Man, I'm just so grateful for all of you, yeah. and and I hope you just you stay good and uh, close the door on your toe, and we'll uh, we'll we'll see you next time. What we 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 settled on one. I what think. did we settle on? <laughs> hope you get to where you're going. I hope you do. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> we hope you get where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> Adios. See you next time. Re-